Cafe. I am Paul McTaggart, fortune teller, and today we're going to be talking about how to tell some fortunes. We're going to talk about a card spread today. We're going to talk about the year of the tiger. We also have uh, horoscopes at the end of each 15-minute segment, so stick around. We're going to be talking about your horoscope. Uh, also today, you can call us at 646 646- Six five two two zero seven one, and any callers today will receive a free copy of my book, "Powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling" by Paul McTaggart. And inside that book, there is how to read palms, how to read cards, and rune casting. So, if you want a free copy of "Powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling" by myself, uh, give us a call at six four six six five two two zero seven one. Uh, on today's show, we do have a lot of uh, interesting uh, topics that we're going to be we're going to be covering through the show. If you want to throw something into the mix, uh, please feel free. Uh, it's a it's a hot day here in uh, Myrtle Beach, so I'm going to have me some iced coffee. Uh, that's always a good thing to hear have here at the cafe. And uh, like I said, if you have uh, a chance, you can call us at 646-652-2071. This is the Psychic Cafe. You're listening to us on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Go to hearwomentalk.com. You'll find me and all the other hosts here on hearwomentalk.com. Join today. Um, Hear Women Talk entertains, enlightens, and empowers. Uh, Get membership-only discounts, advance notices of special events, exclusive um, VIP invitations, so join today. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, we've got a lot of great programming here on, on Here Women Talk. There's other psychic shows that you can tune into. Uh, next week, you're going to want to tune into the Psychic Cafe because we have Jennifer Johnson coming on, and she's going to spend a whole hour on um, reads, so you can call in and she'll um, do a card read for you. And then also we're going to talk about love spells. Now, one of the um, topics that I'd like to bring up, but I brought this up last week, and I'm going to bring it up again. Let's get some um, let's get some involvement on this. Are superheroes today the saints of tomorrow? Are we trying to replace the saints, Saint Thomas, Saint Paul, Saint Bartholomew, uh, with Iron Man, Batman, and Superman? Is there a conspiracy to to supplant the saints of old with the superheroes of tomorrow? Let's talk about that. Uh, give us a call. Uh, you know, the saints had some supernatural powers. They could talk to the animals. They could heal. And also it seems like the superheroes have their superpowers uh, that seem supernatural. So is, is this a, an effort to to make the superheroes the new saint? I don't know. Let's, let's find out. Now, um, a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, how the players of the World Cup soccer uh, uh, championships were unhappy with the new World Cup soccer ball. They claimed that the ball was possessed. Uh, in fact, some of them say, went, went even as far as to say that the the ball would move and it would uh, and you would miss it. Let's see. Um, de- uh, defending champion from Italy was not impressed. The ball is a disaster for both go- goalkeepers and attackers. It moves so much and it makes it difficult to control. You can jump. Uh, ahead uh, across and suddenly the ball will move and you'll miss it it's very weird uh, said one of the brazilian forwards it's like it doesn't want to be kicked it's incredible it's like somebody is guiding it you go to kick the ball and it moves out of the way i think it's supernatural it's very bad i hope to adopt it as soon as possible and it's going to be difficult um the ball according to adidas has been tested out and checked out and the ball seems to be fine the soccer balls adidas claims are not possessed in fact they say it's round like always so uh, you know this world cup has been offering us some really interesting uh, subjects here on the psychic cafe and, and here's yet another one coming in from the world uh, soccer uh, 
tournament, and it's about a psychic octopus, and it shocks Jeremy with semi-final prediction. Uh, there is an octopus by the name of Paul. Paul predicted all German matches during the World Cup 100% right. The octopus oracle, Paul, is predicting Germany will be defeated by Spain in the World Cup semifinals. Uh, sea Life Aquarium spokesman Daniel, Daniel Fay said Tuesday that this famous mollusk from Oberhaus chose, uh, chose a mollusk from a glass tank marked with a Spanish flag while ignoring the tank marked with the German colors, indicating a Spanish victory over Wednesday's semifinal. Uh, Paul, the psychic octopus, broke hearts in Germany's Tuesday when he tipped Spain as the winner of Wednesday's World Cup semifinal, predicting an unwelcome exit for his side. As the eight-legged oracle has a 100% prediction success rate for Germany's World Cup game so far, things do not look, do not look good for Johann Joachim Lowe's team. Paul's technique uh, uses two plastic boxes, one with a German flag and one with the team's opponent, which are lowered into his tank. Um, each contains a tasty morsel of food, and the box that Paul opens first is judged to be his predicted winner. His latest prophecy, which was uh, shown live on national TV, drew gasps from the crowds assembled in the Oberhausen Sea Life Center in western Germany. Uh, Paul tantalized his audience by lingering over the German box, but took just five minutes to plop down onto Spain. Uh, sea Life's Mark Oakley told News Corp that the speed in which he, the sea-dwelling seer <coughs> took to prophesizing the result means that he is pretty sure Spain will merge victorious Wednesday. It's not the first time that Paul's prediction uh, Cause shockwaves. The English-born octopus, English-born octopus, correctly foretold Germany's four-to-one humiliating defeat over England. Um, he said it was uncannily. Uh, Oakley said it took no time at all, and to make his uncanny accurate choice. Uh, early Tuesday, fans from the seawater seer were aghast when uh, it was revealed that a fake prediction was going on the rounds on the internet. An eerie coincidence, a picture of Paul picking Serbia to win over Germany was doctored to show him choosing Spain as the winner over Wednesday's semifinal. Um, but that's not the end of it. All right, so Germany has a, uh, uh, a soothsaying octopus who is predicting the outcomes of the, of the World Cup matches uh, from Germany's point of view. And uh, so, so far he's been 100% right. However, PETA wants to step in. PETA, of course, is the... Uh, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, and PETA wants the psychic World Cup octopus freed. Free the octopus is what PETA is saying. Uh, the German-based seawater soccer soothsayer correctly predicted that Germany would defeat Argentina in Saturday's World Cup match in South Africa, meaning that he correctly has called the outcome of all the matches for his home country, but Paul has correctly called his last World Cup match if the animal rights zealots of people for the ethical treatment of animals, PETA, has anything to say about it. Um, after a bid to have America's weather-predicting groundhog, Puxatani Phil, replaced with a robot failed last winter, the fur-hating organization has turned its focus to freeing seawater soccer soothsayer Paul the Octopus, who lives in the sea life of Oberhausen, West Germany. Uh, Paul has forecasted that Germany will defeat Argentina in order that Paul can celebrate on Saturday, uh, and not just football fans. PETA uh, Germany is now asking for him to be freed. Free the octopus. Free the psychic octopus. Uh, what do you think? Give us a call here at 
646-652-2071. We want to know your opinion. Should we free the psychic octopus or should we go ahead and keep him uh, on the payroll <laughs> and, and see if he makes any more uh, predictions. Now, you'll want to keep stay tuned into the Psychic Cafe because later on we're going to be predicting uh, some lucky lottery numbers from our uh, Swami. So you want to get a pa- piece of paper and a pencil out, get ready to copy those numbers down because later on we're going to be uh, talking to uh, – uh, we're going to let the Swami reveal his next uh, set of numbers for uh, – I think it's Mega Ball. Um, also, um, we have the Voice of Doom with us today. And uh, as you know, we've been following – uh, the countdown to the end of the world. It's supposed to end December 21st, 2012. Um, we still have a, a little while before this happens. Uh, apparently the world's going to be uh, hit by asteroids and there's going to be earthquakes and all kinds of unrest and um, upheaval. Um, and uh, some people are predicting the end of the world on uh, December 21st, 2012. So let's go ahead and do our countdown. We do have the Voice of Doom with us. Uh, Go ahead, Voice of Doom. What is our Doomsday Countdown? In case you haven't heard, the world will end in 1,263 days, 9 hours, and 49 minutes. (laughs) As the Mayan King says, I'm out of here. I think the the voice of doom has a geek side to him. He he laughs and then he snorts. So very good voice of doom. Thank you very much. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> That's the latest countdown <clears throat> on the end of the world. Now this has happened before. Uh, there was a uh, there was a time where the end of the world was predicted to come on a Friday the thirteenth at nine o'clock, and a cold front moved through Toronto. And uh, the weather turned quite evil. The wind howled and the lightning flashed, and people became concerned and afraid. Uh, they began to call the police station, and they asked the police, Is it true? Is the world going to end at 9 o'clock? And the police said that they didn't know, and to call back at 9.05. So there, there has been these... Uh, it, there has been these kind of things uh, in the past. So, uh, you know, now my uh, official prediction on the end of the world is that on December 22nd, the day after the end of the world is, spo- is predicted, is that people are going to go Christmas shopping. That is my prediction. And, uh, you know, for the next two years, we're going to be hearing about how you need to stockpile bullets and bottles of water, and that's not even necessary. Uh, remember, <clears throat> remember the year 2000? The world didn't end then either, and it's not going to end this time. So I suggest you just go ahead and live your life, have have fun, enjoy yourself. Keep tuned in to uh, hearwomentalk.com uh, here at the Zeus Radio Network, and you know keep us uh, active on the Psychic Cafe. Now we're going to take us a little break here. We're going to uh, have some uh, words from our sponsors. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, – oops, before we go, i got to do some horoscopes All right, for cancer. Uh, cancer, this is for you. Uh, you may find that doing things for relaxation are more pleasurable for you. Uh, if you are alone this week, you seem more mellow. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Leo, an old problem that centers around cash or the lack of it uh, should finally disappear this week. This frees you up to enjoy your social life. And Virgo, uh, play that hunch of yours this week. It could result in financial or romantic gains. Your your instincts seem to be right on track. Uh, Stay tuned, Libra. 
Capricorn and Taurus. We'll be hitting. Uh, we'll be getting to your um, uh, horoscope uh, and during the next hour. And right now, we're going to take us a little break. We'll be coming back to talk about the year of the tiger. For Hear Women Talk, you can go to hearwomentalk.com to see our full schedule of shows. You can call us here at 646-652-2071. We invite your calls today. Anybody that calls in will receive a free copy of Powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling by myself. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some excerpts from that in this show. We're going to be talking about one of the card spreads, which is known as the Celtic Cross. And we were just talking about the end of the world. Uh, there's a prediction that the world is going to end in the world uh, in the year 2012. Um, and there has been times where the world probably looked like it was coming to an end. For instance, uh, sometimes the sky really is falling. Um, a raining record-breaking rocks. On March 8, 1976, a meteorite storm over China dumped more than 100 stones, many of them weighing over 200 pounds or more during the, uh, near the city of Jin. Um, the largest of the stones weighed 3,000 pounds, almost 4,000 pounds. Um, that's a large rock to fall out of the sky, and I'm sure those people thought that that was the end of the world for them. Um, also, uh, uh, when it comes to the end of the world, it can happen in a variety of different ways. And for instance, uh, the world could just blow up. Uh, for instance, here's something about a volcano. Volcano, unimpressed by prayers. Um, March 20th, 1963, despite, witness, uh, despite witnessing weeks of rumbling and brimstone belching, thousands of worshipers uh, whose faith exceeded their common sense gathered at the eastern slopes of the Mount Agung to celebrate the sacred Belenese Ekadasa Ruda festival with chants and prayers. Uh, the, voc the volcano, apparently unimpressed, blew its top, killing hundreds of worshippers in mid-prayer. The spewing rocks, ash, lava, and poisonous gas destroyed everything within a 10-mile radius and left more than 80,000 Balinese homeless. Oops, bummer. All right, we do have uh, Brandy on the, on the phone. So, Brandy, uh, are you there? Hi. Hi, Brandy. How are you? Welcome to the Psych Cafe. Oh, I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, you also win a copy of our powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling by myself. We're going to mail that out to you. So stick, uh, stay on the line after we get done talking, and the producer will take your information. Okay. Uh, what's going? Oh, awesome. What's on your mind, Brandy? Yeah, I was just curious what you could see um, coming up in the work area for me. Oh, so you wanted you wanted a, a reading? Okay, uh, you know next week Jennifer Johnson's going to be on the radio. She's going to be doing a whole hour of readings and love spells. So if uh, if you were looking for something uh, uh, a question to be answered, she can she can answer that for you right now. Oh, okay. uh, ne next next week. Yeah, so sure. so tune in next week, and she'll be doing a whole uh, she'll be doing the the car reads and everything. Uh, uh, this show, we're just presenting news articles. We're talking about, uh, you know, the year of the tiger. And uh, what's your astrological sign? What's your astrological I'm sign? I'm an Aquarius, and I'm, and I'm a dragon. Okay. Oh, so you know, you even know your Chinese sign. Okay. Uh, well, we'll be, talk yeah. we'll, be ta we'll be talking about your sign coming up toward the end of the uh, uh, hour. Remember, tune in next week. Jennifer Swampwich Johnson has dedicated a whole program on just getting... Uh, 
just doing some reads. And I'm going to be talking about how, how to do a Celtic cross uh, later on in the show. So if you know anything about tarot card readings, uh, this may be informational for you. Anything else, Brandy? Fantastic. No, thank you. Okay, thanks for calling, and uh, stick on the line, and Ju- uh, Dustin will take your uh, your information, and we'll mail that book out to you, Powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling. Thanks for tuning in to the Psychic Cafe. That's right. Next week, Jennifer Johnson. Jennifer Swampwich Johnson is going to be joining us for the whole hour. Uh, she's going to bring her cards. She's going to do a read. So if you've uh, got an interest in getting your cards read next week, tune in. Uh, we're going to spend the whole hour on that and love reads. So uh, this week we... Uh, we're just going to do our regular news. Okay, now we're promising you the year of the tiger, which is the this year, 2010, is the year of the tiger. And if you were born in uh, 1926, 1938, 1950, 62, 74, 1986, or 1998, you were born in the year of the tiger. Uh, tiger people are sensitive, uh, given into deep thinking, capable of great sympathy. They, are, they can be extremely short-tempered, however, uh, other people have great respect for them, but sometimes tiger people come into conflict with older people or of those in authority. Sometimes tiger people cannot make up their minds, which can result in a poor, hasty decision or a sound decision arrived at too late. Uh, they are suspicious of others, but they can be courageous and powerful. Uh, tigers are most compatible with horses, dragons, and dogs. So if you are uh, a tiger, you would be uh, compatible with Brandy. She's a she's a dragon. <clears throat> there you have it. <clears throat> One of the shows that we're going to be having uh, in the near future is going to be about the future birthplace of James T. Kirk. That's the captain of the Enterprise. So uh, we have been in contact with uh, Riverside, Iowa, uh, talking to them about their festival that they that they hold in uh, about <laughs> for, for you Trekkies out there. Uh, another two centuries will pass before Riverside's claim to fame arrives, but it hasn't stopped this town from cashing in on its now future good fortune. Uh, James T. Kirk, captain of the Starship Enterprise, will be born in Riverside on March 22nd, 2,228. Apparently the world it will last that long, I think. All right. Um, a plaque behind the former barber shop marks the spot for the present and future fans. <laughs> uh, Riverside wants to put up a bronze James T. Kirk bust, but Paramount wants uh, 40,000 K to license its image. Instead, a scale model of the USS Riverside, which bears a remarkable, if not legally indemnable, <laughs> resemblance to the USS Enterprise, is docked in its town square. Throngs of pasty-faced fans invade uh, Riverside during Kirk's annual birthday celebration, uh, swelling the coffers of the local businesses such as Future Designs by Carol and Flower Trek. Sadly, the Bar Trek saloon sold out and had no longer there. Um, sharp-eyed residents, knowing that they're uh, in for a good thing, have changed Riverside's summertime Riverfest to Trekfest. So if you go to Riverside, it's Trekfest. I'm sure they do this right around March 22nd when uh, James T. Kirk is apparently supposed to be born. Uh, <clears throat> the, da- the town now pulls in revenue from thousands of pale techno nerds <laughs> who arrive dressed in Starfleet uniforms or as Vulcans or Klingons. Uh, marketing is as keen as the Iowa Reaper blade. The Trek, Festi- the Trek Fest souvenir c- uh, catalog offers vitals uh, of Kirk dirt <laughs> dug from the actual birthplace at $3 a piece. <clears throat> okay. 
All right. So um, the future birthplace of James T. Kirk is uh, Riverside, Iowa. Um, <clears throat> it's just right outside of Iowa City. Um, yeah, and you'll want to uh, phone uh, 319-648-KIRK uh, for any information about the Trek Fest coming up <clears throat> in the future birthplace of James T. Kirk, Riverside, Iowa. <clears throat> we'll be keeping you posted on that. Well, we're coming up uh, for another break real soon. Uh, we're going to be uh, giving you the the uh, lottery numbers, so you'll want to copy those down. Uh, we'll be doing those after our commercial break. But let's go ahead and do three more of our horoscopes. Let's start with Libra. Uh, Libra, this is for you. Some promising news regarding personal luck could have you in a good mood this week. Someone you have been wondering about will make a move. There you go, Libra. Uh, Scorpio, this is for you, Scorpio the Scorpion. Uh, you should try to keep your cool this week as events may unfold that could try your patience. And if anybody knows anything, don't try the patience of a Scorpio. Uh, just stay calm and relax. And Sagittarius, a tempting situation could lead you to a difficult dilemma this week as a friend Friends' actions leave you with a decision to make. All right. Leaves you with a decision to make. Okay, so Sagittarius, a tempting situation could lead you to a difficult dilemma this week as a friend's action leaves you with a decision to make. Uh, stay tuned, Aquarius, Pisces, and Aries. We'll be getting to your, uh, uh, to your horoscope real soon. You can call us at 646-652-2071. We'll be taking your calls. And just like Brandy did uh, today, You'll receive a copy of Powerful, Fortune, uh, Powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling by Paul McTaggart. We'll mail that to you, so give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. fortune teller and we talk about all things fortune telling everything weird and wonderful right here on the psychic cafe tune us in tuesdays at two uh, we're broadcasting from the zeus radio network for hear women talk go to hearwomentalk.com for any more information you'll find me and all of our other hosts here on hearwomentalk.com join today uh, Hear Women Talk entertains, enlightens, and empowers. Get membership-only discounts, advance notices, and special events, and exclusive VIP invitations. Uh, join today. That's at hearwomentalk.com. Call us at 646-652-2071. Uh, next week, we're going to have Jennifer Swampwich Johnson. She's going to be doing uh, card reads and love spells. It's going to be a great show. Um, also, uh, Coming up on our schedule, we have Susan Wilcox. She's a magician, and she's a magician's assistant. We're going to have a whole, a whole hour of interview with her coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. And also Zen Jen. She's going to talk about the I Ching. That will be coming up um, later part of July. July 27th. So we're going to be talking I Ching on the 27th. Uh, when you tune into the Psych Cafe, it could be anything. We could talk about Tarot. We could talk about Astrology. We could be talking about the I Ching. Um, we could be talking about Bigfoot right now. We could be talking about Bigfoot right now, but we're not. Okay. Um, also, we're talking fairies. Yeah, 
those guys. Um, on July 30th through August 1st, um, Fairy Worlds Festival in Eugene, Oregon is taking place. Go to www.fairyworlds.com. That's F-A-E-R-I-E worlds.com and find out what's going on in Eugene, Oregon. Apparently they have a fairy festival coming up there, so we'll keep you posted on all the fairy news. <laughs> uh, we're broadcasting live uh, from the Temple of Zeus. Um, actually, we're not in the Temple of Zeus. We're the little cafe, the psychic cafe outside of the great Temple of Zeus. Uh, we're just a little left to the Zeus gift shop. So, uh, you know, come by for some cosmic coffee or the best tea in the universe. We have the best tea in the universe right here at the Psychic Cafe. Uh, give us a visit or give us a call, 646-652-2071. we got any poets out there, uh, poet uh, writers, poet readers, poets, uh, give us a call. We want to hear your poetry. We certainly do. Uh, we promised you the the Swami, so we're going to go ahead and do our, our lucky numbers. Get your pen and paper out because here comes the Swami. So there you go. There you have your powerful Powerball numbers. Uh, go ahead and buy yourself a ticket. When you are a winner, please send a million dollars to Psychic Cafe Care of Paul McTaggart. We'll be glad to take care of that for you. There you go. You have your uh, you have your uh, lo- your lottery numbers predicted for uh, the upcoming uh, drawings. Okay. Uh, this I found kind of interesting. Nightmare musical. Uh, s- since uh, since its 1946 publication, the compelling leg- legacy of ma- writer-magician uh, William Lindsay Gresham's classic noir novel of a sideshow so- s- magic, mentalism, and psychic quackery, Nightmare Alley, continues to, to attract generations of readers. This is not a nice book, the original Dust Dust Jacket Cautions, as Gresham Book tells about the dark story of Stanton Carlyle, a carnival sideshow magician. In the sideshow, Stan is fascinated by the pathetic alcoholic who performs as the geek, biting off the heads of live chickens. He wonders how people can get that low and learns by uh, learns it by preying on their weaknesses and their fears, which he then does himself, hustling and deceiving others. Stan becomes a mentalist, then a spiritual medium with his own church, conning his his follower his following into desperate believers. Uh, then someone more cunning than Stan works the same process on him, sending his life spiraling downward until he hits bottom and becomes a carnival geek himself. Uh, this month, we'll see the world premiere of Nightmare Alley, the musical. Nightmare Alley, the musical. They've made it into a musical with music, lyrics, and a book by jo- uh, Jonathan Briel, uh, directed by renowned, pro- uh, renowned producer uh, Gilbert Cates. Um, it was played at the Griffin uh, Geffen Playhouse Theater in Westward, uh, Westwood, California. Uh, the the show included special effects for the sideshow as the electric chair girl and uh, an illusion principally used in seance in the seance scene. Um, Braille explains how Gresham's shadowy story became a basis for his musical. Uh, he says, one night I was at a bar in Las Vegas speaking to a ventriloquist, Jay Johnson, when he told me about this book that I brought, bought a few days later. And then when I read the novel, I became so struck by the question of how someone can sink so low as to become part of the Carnival Geek Freak show uh, that I felt that I should put this story to music. 
<clears throat> my musical would be uh, would be true to that question. Uh, the book has the message that you reap what you sow, uh, where my message is one of empowerment. It's about choice and fate and what you do and what you do is a choice. Um, Act Before It's Too Late is the message of the musical. The writer-composer visited the author's widow, Renee Gresham, in her home in Florida in 1996, where he spoke as if her husband, William, uh, she spoke as if her husband, William, was still a close presence. Um, She played the 1947 movie version for Briel, uh, which he had not seen before. The film starring Tyrone Powers, is now regarded as a classic film uh, as a classic of film noir despite its hollywood ending uh, added by fox studio executives miss gresham apologized for the ending but added bill was okay with it though uh brill recalls um she also asked me why a musical after hearing my concept and vision she went to her bedroom and brought out bill gresham's tarot pack wrapped in a silk she unfolded the wrapping and asked me to cut the cards, which I did, revealing the magician card. Seeing that, she gave me permission to go ahead with my musical. I wonder if it was fate, or perhaps it could have been sleight of hand. That's, the, that's a good question, Brill laughs. Um, Tarot, Taro, the Tarot cards, also figure prominently in both the novel and the musical. Uh, Brill was stuck, struck by each chapter of the original book was headed by a different Tarot card, and so the cards and the characters that they reflect are in the musical as well. Having one actress play two opposite roles, one good and the other evil, is like a tarot card which has been turned upside down and has a different, totally different meaning. Will the ending of the Nightmare Alley musical be similar or different to the book or the movie? What will be Stan uh, Carlyle's final fate? Brell is not, tilling, uh, is not telling. Like a true sideshow showman, Brill is keeping that answer hidden away inside the Geffen Theater, where it will be revealed only after we have paid our admission. And that's by uh, this article was by uh, Diego Domingo. Uh, Diego Domingo uh, does a lot of research in spiritualism, mentalism, the history of of uh, this subject. Uh, it's amazing that they would make a musical out of uh, a book like Nightmare Alley or a movie like Nightmare Alley. It's a really interesting movie. It does star Ty- Tyrone Powers. If you get a chance to see it, uh, it is a really curious uh, piece of work. Uh, Nightmare Alley, the musical. Okay. Um, we've got a, a few more things going on here at the Psychic Cafe. You can call us at 646-652-2071. Uh, we're asking the questions, are superheroes now the new saints? Uh, what do you think about that? Give us a call. We'd like to know. Um, also, we'd like to hear about your um, fortune-telling experiences. So if you ever had your fortune told, your cards read, your palms read, uh, give, us a, give us a call here at the Psychic Cafe. We want to know uh, how that went, what happened. And if nothing happened, we still want to know that too. Um, you know, uh, there's everybody has a story and a different way of, of telling it, and we want to know your story. So if you have had your fortune told, then please give us a call here at the Psychic Cafe. We would like to um, find out what your fortune-telling experience was like. Uh, everyone, whether they choose to admit it or not, are interested in fortune-telling. The mildly curious and the staunch advocate possess their own motivations for applying the ancient and honorable art of divination. Uh, questions concerning love, money, and health tend to top the list, followed by the desire to know about subjects such as validation of faithfulness, gambling, past life, travel, finding lost articles, fame and curses, honor and glory, and messages from the spirit realm. 
the true secrets of fortune-telling are not readily available to the merely inquisitive, purposely obscured by the past practitioners in a shroud of mystery who, decide, who desire to protect their secret methods from those they considered unworthy. Um, I, McTaggart, have decided that after years of research, it is essential that this information needs to be made available for the benefit of the ambitious seeker. Do you need an answer? A, cons a consultation with the cards can reveal possibilities that you were previously unaware of. Each card that the fortune teller turns over is akin to opening a psychic window, a penetration of a veil, a view from above. Are you compatible with your mate? Checking with the signs of astrology will provide surprising results. Gain an edge over your competition by knowing information about imminent business conditions. All that is required is an education concerning the established methods of reading the signs. Ask yourself, is it a mistake that you've taken on this search at this moment for this information at this given time? Is it an accident that you've decided to find out more? Is it coincidence that you've turned, tuned into a show about fortune-telling? I think not. I think it's fate, providence, that it was meant to be, and furthermore that important messages from beyond are yet to be revealed to you. Our great-great-grandfathers and great-great-grandmothers had explicit confidence in the theory of doing all things when the signs were right. They understood that to know the signs was the whole secret of getting out of life what they desired. They would use these wondrous methods of the old world runes, astrology, card, and palm reading to amplify and extend their knowledge by which they, them, were extended and guided. To them... Not only is divination a true science, but its methods are so well established that they also consider the knowledge of these signs that these signs provided to be, in terms of suggestions and warnings, to be of the highest practical value. After all, the signs are everywhere. I'm going to ask you to step out of your mundane world and step into mine, the world of fortune-telling. Um, let's pay a, play a, pay a visit to the gypsy wagons where we find the wise women reading the tea leaves. We pull back the tent flap of the carnival fortune-teller where we see the mystic dealing the tarot cards. Uh, we call upon the New Age bookstore where we find in the back room with its oriental carpets and burning incense, we discover there the modern psychic ready to drop our astrological charts on the computer. Now, uh, the signs can't or won't always tell us what we want to hear, so don't be disappointed in their answers, but instead carefully consider the response. The oracle may be providing an angle that you have not noticed or a situation that you were previously unaware. These indicators may point to scenarios that can seem plausible, and you're advised to consider these suggestions and warnings. It is important to be open-minded and to be prepared to possibly receive a message that you didn't expect. The signs don't bring you messages from the past. They bring you messages. Uh, they don't bring you messages about the past. They bring you messages from the past. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to do a couple more of our horoscopes. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to be talking about how to do a Celtic cross card spread. So if you've got your cards, uh, go ahead and get those out now, and we'll be talking about how to do a Celtic cross card spread in our next section. Uh, but go, let's go ahead and do our um, horoscope for Capricorn. Uh, the astrological sign Capricorn. If work involves traveling, you may expect a delightful bonus along the way. Romantically speaking, um, a family member could need help. Aquarius, uh, you'll be wise to take a breather this week, so don't get drawn into too many activities. Choose the ones that you really enjoy. And Pisces, uh, you can meet someone who wants to be your friend this week. If you have any reservations about them rely on your instincts. 
All right, stay tuned, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. Your uh, horoscope will be coming up next. Uh, you're listening to the Psychic Cafe. I am Paul McTaggart. You can call us at 646-652-2071. Any callers today, you'll receive a copy of my, a free copy of my book, Powerful Secrets of Fortune Telling. Uh, we're gonna, we will mail that right to you. So give us a call at 646-652-2071. You are listening to the Psychic Cafe. We're going to be talking about fortune tellings. This uh, quarter of the hour, we're going to be talking about the uh, spread, the Celtic cross. Um, now, uh, for our Wiccan friends out there, we are celebrating that, uh, or letting you know that on July 8th, which is coming up this Thursday, the uh, Celtic tree month of holly begins. So now we have the holly king. So we're moving into the, the uh, six months of the holly king, and we're leaving, the, uh, we're leaving behind the oak king. So... Oak King is out. Holly King is in. And that's uh, this coming up next Thursday. Uh, you can call us here at 646-652-2071. Uh, uh, currently, we're under the um, astrological sign of cancer. So if you're a cancer, uh, happy birthday. Now, we're going to talk about the Celtic cross. So if you uh, have your cards with you, you can just go ahead and follow along with us. We're going to be talking about how to do the spread, the Celtic cross. Um, there are a number of good books published uh, with some of the more familiar traditional methods of displaying the cards, and the Celtic cross would be one of them. Um, however, once you, do a, once you do a spread, there's more to it. There may be something missing. Uh, even with the multitude of various card spreads and a library chock full of books about different card meanings, it is all for naught. If the card reader does not have in their arsenal the most important and guarded secret of divination, and that secret is this. If you do not possess the abilities of a good storyteller, then your reads and metaphors will lack the necessary metaphors uh, will lack the necessary metaphors to carry the real message. The skills to weave a good yarn can demonstrate the hallmarks of a trained fortune teller. A vivid presentation also facilitates the sitter in understanding the interpretation at a deeper level, permitting, permitting them to, to remember it longer. The cards are merely a medium, a prop, a window, which allows the meaning of your message to be revealed. The aptitude and flair of the storyteller causes it to come to life. The psyche, the psyche will naturally take these bits of revealed information and organize these ideas into a thought form, which will ultimately add value to the session. Without the knack of a narrator, your reads will be inert, without color, direction, or intrigue, and the gist of your session will be cloudy. Uh, whether they're aware of it or not, the representational symbols are logically ingrained in the subconscious, and you as the fortune teller are simply reminding them of what they already innately know. It is recommended that the card reader select from and use the spreads which they feel comfortable, uh, which they feel most comfortable, and the style which suits them best. Um, and we're going to be talking about the Celtic Cross. Uh, the Celtic Cross is a favorite with most cards reader, card readers because its positions are metaphorically represented relative to the placement of the card uh, to the indicator card, and this criteria gives each individual card its own special meaning. We'll explain all of that. Uh, to begin with, this read, uh, to begin this read, an indicator card is placed in the center of the table, face up. So if you've got your cards out, this is what you'll do. You'll place uh, an indicator in the center of the table, face up. 
If the reed is for a man, use the king of hearts. If the reed is for a woman, use the queen of hearts, that being King Arthur and Guinevere. Uh, some psychics like to choose a card that physically favors the person they are reading. For example, if the client is a woman with dark features, they may substitute the queen of, for, for the queen of clubs or a single man. They can use one of the jacks. Uh, this is, again, up to the style of the card reader. So there's your indicator card. Uh, next, the cards are handled by the sitter to be shuffled and or cut in a way to put their energies into the pack. Once the cards are given back to the psychic, they, can, they begin to deal or spread the cards face down in the following mo- manner. The first card is situated perpendicular across the indicator card, and this card is said to be is said to cross the person or cover the person being read, and it reveals the most important obstacles or influences. The second card is placed above the indicator card, and this is the position that represents the crown, their higher aspirations, goals, and achievements. A third card is dealt below the indicator card, This foundation card supports the person, underscoring their belief systems or their strongest basic motivations. A fourth card is placed to the left of the indicator card, and this represents a waning influence of the past. And a fifth card is dealt to the right of the center, and this points to the future. So if you look at the the cards now, they they create the... the, uh, image of a cross. So you have your indicator card, there's a cross, There's a card covering that card, there's one above the indicator card, below the indicator card, to the left and to the right, <clears throat> creating what would be the Celtic cross. But wait, there's more. <clears throat> Once the cross is completed, then a single file line of five fate cards are dealt vertically to the right side. Uh, the sixth card is placed at the top, and this shows influences presently developing. The seventh card is next in a descending line. <clears throat> and that card uh, reveals strengths or weaknesses and how they may influence things yet to come. The eighth card represents the sitter's domestic life and environment. The ninth card, ninth card, number nine, reveals hopes and fears, and the tenth card predicts probable outcome. Uh, on my reads, I often include an eleventh card, and I place that face down to the far right as a wishing card. And this card can be used in answer, to answer a question that the sitter may have at the end of the session. And in the case of the, que- the wishing or the question card, um, a red card means yes, the black card means no or delayed response. Along with the card reads another field of mysteries, and that is the card wonder or the manifestation of an actual omen. Uh, the card workers of yore had a secret technique. Briefly, the experience of the card read was greatly enhanced by the appearance of a sign, an unmistakable indicator that the oracle has spoken. Uh, these legends and lore of for- the legends and lore of fortune telling are rich with the stories of how the psychic could see things in the card. The card wonder makes these signs visible to you. So the the, the lore of the fortune teller is uh, to have these demonstrations of power that there would be something about the read that was undeniable uh, that that gave the um, uh, the respect to the to the fortune teller. So there, there you have the Celtic cross. Uh, you'll lay down an indicator card. You'll uh, lay out the cards according to the cross, and then on one side uh, in a descending line is six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, which are uh, the fate cards. And then I always put an extra card to the side as a question card in case somebody has a a question. And it's okay to use uh, different methods in the card reads, for instance, astrology or maybe some tea leaf reading, or you might have to check the lines on their hand uh, to help kind of um, 
uh, clarify maybe a question that they have. So there you have the, the Celtic Cross. Now next week we're going to have Jennifer Swampwich Johnson in, in the uh, studio, and she's going to be doing, I think, three-card spread. She has a couple of different spreads that she likes to use. Uh, fortune tellers will gravitate to certain different for, uh, uh, card spreads which really suit them the best, uh, and so I'm sure she has a system. So tune in next week, Tuesday at 2 o'clock, to, to listen to Jennifer Swampwich Johnson. She'll be doing uh, some card reads, so you'll want to tune in that, uh, then next week and give us a call at 646-652-2071. Write that down, 646-652-2071. Uh, you're listening to the Psychic Cafe. I am Paul McTaggart. Uh, we are going to be uh, doing a couple more of our, our horoscopes. So here we are for Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. Um, Aries, here's your horoscope. Uh, this is one of the better weeks. Uh, uh, this is one of the better weeks for pushing ahead with your ideas and improving your life, whether it be health, home, or romance. So Aries, go get them. Uh, Taurus. Uh, Though it seems that your workload is getting heavier and some situations are downright hectic, this is uh, what you thrive on, so go for it. And finally, Gemini. Uh, Just about everything that you do has an aura of good good luck this week. Even so, important projects may need careful planning. That's right, Gemini. Make sure you plan your stuff out. It works out a whole lot better when you do that. Tune in next week for Jennifer Squampwich Johnson for some reads and some love spells. Also coming up in the next week, a couple of weeks, we have Susan Wilcox is going to tell us what it's like to be an assistant to a magician. And uh, then after, uh, then on the 27th, which is the Tuesday, uh, July 27th, we're going to have Zen Jen in, and she's going to be telling us about the I Ching. There may be something about the I Ching that you didn't know, or something we, we may have misinterpreted. So. Uh, you know, tune in uh, in a couple of weeks and find out about the I Ching. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, do some commercials. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Psychic Cafe. Um, you are interested in the unknown, unknown and the unexplainable. Uh, would you like to know what the future holds in store for you according to the art and science of the Tarot? Choosing a professional health, uh, courtship and marriage, how to improve your present condition, how you can attract your own happiness and success. What a great comfort it would be to have a method of fortune telling, one close at hand, one that you could turn to it for advice, one that you can consult today as well as prepare for what is coming tomorrow. Many of you out there may be asking yourself about social affairs, how to raise your children, how to be more happier, how to make more money. By using fortune telling, you can quickly become an established leader. Nothing can stop you. Um, you, like every other man or woman, have your own problems. Most of those vitally, uh, most of those uh, vitally hinge on. Uh, what is your true vocation? How can I improve my uh, present condition? How do you use your powers to your best advantage to to yourself and to others? Rest assured, the systems of astrology and tarot contain the messages for which you have long awaited. 
Our great-great-grandfathers and great-great-grandmothers had explicit confidence in the theory of doing all things when the signs were right. They understood that to know the signs was the whole secret of getting out of life what you desire. You should want to know these secrets, if for no other reason than to eliminate your weaknesses and to develop your own natural talents and abilities. After all, the signs are everywhere. I am Paul McTaggart. You are listening to the Psychic Cafe. Tune in next week for Jennifer Swampwich Johnson, who's going to be doing love spells and read. You'll want to tune in.